Tim Moore, the Speaker of the House. Uh, there's a lot of alliterative uh, uh, marketing possibilities here. You're aware of this, Mr. Speaker, right? Hey, good to be with you, Pete. <laughs> Absolutely. I was in... I was in Cleveland County just this past weekend again, and uh, breathing the the freedom air there, as you mentioned. And uh, I and I, I think it, I started making a stop at the Ingles over there. Um, I do love Ingles. Yellow. Hello. Oh yes, are I you lost there? You, lost you there. I don't oh. know what happened. Go ahead. You said you stopped somewhere. Oh, at, at the Ingles supermarket. I, I enjoy going. It's a little bit of the Asheville. Uh, uh, Ingles that I just I, I I always appreciate going to Ingles, so that's where I stop <laughs> on the way up to the. Hey, it's a it's a great spot, and yeah. listen, anywhere you stop in Cleveland County is always a great stop. You get to you say get to breathe that air of freedom. It's a great place. <laughs> that's right. So let's talk about um, the governor's veto of this bill, and I just so the first thing is let's go over just kind of what the bill did and why it came about. Right, this was the bill to ban collusive. Uh, settlements. Uh, and so what was the purpose behind the legislation? So this goes back to the lawsuit that was filed, if you want to get it, the best example. Last year, uh, Mark Elias, who many of your listeners will know that name, that represented Hillary Clinton and represented a lot of these uh, leftist organizations that were going around the country suing states, basically trying to get rid of all of the elections integrity provisions that were in those states' laws. And so his uh, his organization sued uh, the State Board of Elections, of course, controlled by a Democratic governor, uh, and then represented by a Democratic attorney general. Well, guess what happened? So they, there's a lawsuit against the, against the State Board of Elections, the governor, and then myself as the pre- uh, Speaker of the House, Senator Berger, as the president of the Senate. Well, uh, the, the Democrat plaintiffs uh, miraculously reached a settlement with the Democrat governor and the Democratic AG, and they just decided to go ahead and do a settlement and not even bother consulting with myself or Senator Berger, who were actually parties to the lawsuit. Um, and so we, we protested and said, you can't do this. Uh, they went through and, and did it anyway. And so as a result, we did a couple things. One, we filed a suit in federal court. Uh, that ended up stopping this this mess dead in its tracks. But two, we said, you know, this should never happen anytime. And and you know what? It's a matter of fairness, Pete. It, it just imagine if you if if you and two other people are sued, and the other two folks reach a settlement to say, yeah, Pete's the guy who's going to pay the tab. I mean, that's not allowed anywhere at all. And and that's basically what the what they tried to do this last time. And what they were doing was they were trying to throw out. Uh, our our voter integrity provisions. And you know what? Had we let them get away with it and not file suit in federal court, we could very easily have been like Georgia or been like Pennsylvania, some of these other states that went along with getting rid of those uh, provisions, you know, things like anonymous uh, uh, drop boxes and all this kind of silliness. So we said, you know what? Let's be clear going forward. You can't do that. But But it's actually, it was a fair provision the way we did it. Not only could you know, the governor and the AG go agree to something that the Senate and the House didn't agree with. The Senate and the House couldn't go agree to something that the governor opposed to. So it was simply fair. But so it really surprised us when the governor vetoed this. I mean, this is a, a blow for fairness as much as I can think of. So, Were you really surprised? Uh, like, really surprised, though? I mean, I was and I wasn't. Right. You know, <laughs> it, you, you, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I mean, it's about basic fairness. If you ask most people, like the example I told you, where yeah. 
if three people are sued, can the other two agree with the plaintiffs and just say, yeah, tag it on, on one? You should never be able to do that. In fact, our rules that govern lawyers say you can't do that. But somehow they tried to get away with this. Just, it's just unbelievable. Well, I was going to ask you about that because as uh, as we uh, went over last week that you are, in fact, a lawyer. And so like, is this common? Like, I would think this would be an unethical thing to do if you did this in like your private practice. You you can't. I mean, if you were to try to do that, pull this kind of stunt as a private attorney, uh, you would probably say bye bye to your law license pretty quickly, and uh, it just is. It's it's not appropriate at all. Yeah, which I guess is, and it's kind of related also, like to the Leandro judge uh, from Union County, who is now saying you guys aren't even a party to the lawsuit, but you're still going to have to pay. You're going to have to do what the Democrat governor wants to do, even though you're not even a defendant in the case. It's like the, there's yeah, like the so, other side of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and and let's be very clear. Uh, and we've made this known and and every at every level, uh, it is entirely the authority of the legislature when it comes to issues of taxing and spending. Of course, subject to the right of the governor to veto. Uh, the courts just do not have a role constitutionally in getting involved. And it, and if, and if this press, and so and so, we're going to fund education at the amounts that we believe are appropriate. And while I certainly think the Leandro case, you know, highlights some issues that, frankly, we know are out there, and that we're already addressing, by the way, um, and, and certainly going to you know, look at what those things are. But we're going to make a decision on on these funding items based on what we think is best for the students of the state. Um, but but the fact that, that some on the left want to try to push this narrative where courts could start going down the road and dictating funding, look, if that's what happens next, you're going to have courts raising your taxes. Uh, and, I mean, and that's what that's what the left's getting at. It's basically taking authority away from the individuals who duly elected representatives and putting it in the hands of just a few folks. And it is a very, very dangerous precedent and a very dangerous path that they want to try to take this state down. So uh, I noticed in the coverage here, like the AP doesn't identify the judge uh, in the uh, the election lawsuit that uh, allowed that settlement to occur. That judge was a, was a Democrat. The the judge in the Leandro case is also a Democrat, um, although I think he was identified as a Republican in one of the news articles from uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, but he's not. But I it it just it it strikes me that. Virtually all of these types of stories, these issues, there's an assumed truthful narrative that just kind of becomes uh, the premise upon which all of the stories are built, right? The narratives are constructed, and it's always the Democrats' position is sort of the assumed correct position. And I, and I just wonder, like, how do you, as the Republican leader in the House, how do you combat that sort of narrative building that occurs in real time? Well, it's, it's, it's a challenge because uh, notwithstanding yourself and a number of uh, media outlets, uh, we really don't get much, uh, as conservatives, get much uh, fair coverage in the media. And, and, and it, I mean, we see this, you just, just pick the issue, you name it, and, and it's a constant thing. And uh, it really poses a challenge. So, of course, getting our message out there, talking about it, and, of course, being on your show is a great thing as well. And you do a great job covering these issues that, frankly, are getting glossed over and, 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 and also even misreported uh, by some in the media. But the reality is that uh, the notion, and every person should be very concerned 
when you have when you have a philosophy like the left is pushing, where you're basically giving more power, more authority to judges, uh, and at least at the state level, our judges are elected. Of course, federal judges aren't elected. But but think about it this way: um, if if you want to if you want to bill passed, if you want things funded, if you want to take up various issues, you know, as legislators, we're pretty easy to get to. You can get to and talk to your house member, your senator from your community. Uh, you really can't get with the, get to the governor that easily. And with judges, not only is it difficult to get to them, they're not supposed to talk to folks about <laughs> cases they're hearing. Right. So they are supposed to be, and that's why they're not supposed to be delving into political questions. But you'd have the left basically wanting to take these judges into deciding political questions uh, by folks who aren't, you know, you, you don't, you don't, let me say this. I don't want my judges as politicians. I want judges who are fairly applying the law. If somebody's in front of a judge on a child custody case, you know, let the kid live with the best parent. It shouldn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat or whatever else. And, and, and that's what we expect. And unfortunately, the left is doing great damage to our judiciary, to the jurisprudence of this state by pushing these, these crazy ideas that they know won't pass and don't have the support in many cases of the voters of this state. I mean, look at the voter ID we talked about the other week. The people of the state went to the polls, Pete, and voted overwhelmingly to create voter ID, amended the Constitution. Yet you have a court that says it's unconstitutional. It's part of the Constitution. That's how ludicrous uh, some of the activists are on the left on things. And and the voters should be outraged by it. And you know what? We're gonna We're doing all we can to fix it. We're going to keep fighting all the way up, and and in the end, because the voters elect all of us, I know in the end uh, the right thing's going to happen. Speaker of the House, North Carolina, Tim Moore from Cleveland County. Thanks so much, sir. We always appreciate it. Talk with you next week. Great to be on with you, Pete. Take care. All right. Take care. Yes.